Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mortally Wounded Podcast, episode 41. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm your host, James. And we are back with another episode. We're going to be talking today all about James's first event he's run, Gorbin Smash. Um, but before we get into that, we're just going to, I think, have a bit of a catch up and talk about what's what's been going on in the the worlds of Age of Sigma. So, James, what's what's been going on with your hobby and uh, what's got your hobby juices flowing? Well, a yeah, hobby for me lately has been preparing for Gorbin Smash. So I pumped out a, a bit of terrain. Um, so... AOS coach Magro, Anthony Magro, um, donated uh, like a table's worth of some chaos sort of themed terrain. So I painted those up and uh, made them into like kind of like they're like sort of pools, bubbling pools kind of thing. So I made it to like this sort of fluorescent green, <laughs> glowing acid, sort of Nurgle acid pools kind of thing. And yeah, that was that was kind of like the theme throughout all the the pieces, like kind of this Nurgleish chaotic theme. And um, some really cool pieces are three D printed. Um, yeah, I saw. Um, I watched your little video you posted through our Facebook page with you putting the water effects and stuff on top of the slime. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. So I had a good had had a bit of fun doing that, and you know, did some of the storm vault uh, scenery. Um, had another tower I painted, and just a few other bits and pieces like scatter terrain and things like that, just to kind of fill out the tables a bit. Because um, yeah, the Golden Smash event uh, was last weekend. Um, from at the time of recording, so 15th of May, uh, and we had 28 players, uh, 14 tables. Uh, 10 of those tables was all my own mats and terrain, um, and we had uh, three tables from uh, from Chris down here at, uh, for the, from the Golden Gamers Guild, and uh, Brant, actually, who came up and was the buy buster for the day, he provided a table as well of his terrain, so... Um, yeah, out of all of, between the three of us, we were able to pull together 14 tables. So, uh, Chris has uh, got heaps of stuff as well. So he had like a, you know, a couple of the, uh, the old battle boards and, um, he had a lot of 3D, 3D printed trains. We had like a snowy graveyard, sorry, snowy graveyard. And, um, you know, there's like a Sphinx, um, desert, uh, board and like, yeah, just all the other, all the other stuff that I've got, um, as well. So. Yeah, I was just basically preparing for that. That's been my main hobby focus. Um, I've bought, I bought Curse City. Was lucky enough to get uh, one of those. Um, got f- just finished reading uh, Broken Realms Techless, so I've just started on Bellacore. So um, just totally reeling from Arkan getting smashed by Elfarian in that duel. In, getting in shanked. Just I love, absolutely. I love how quick that. I love how quickly that scene was done. He literally just like walked in <laughs> and he just did not stop. Just walked up the hill, shanked him, shanked yeah. him again, and then just kicks him off the edge. Just kicks him <laughs> off the edge of the realm. Yeah, it was so good. And then you know, he's, he'll be gone sort of thing. Be like, I've got a feeling that Arkan uh, will be coming back at some point um, <laughs> if Nagash has anything to say about it. But as we all know, Nagash got absolutely pulverized by the Elementary on the hills of, um, of, of Valinor. Uh, so um, that ma- epic deal with Teclas and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah probably- I, I, <laughs> I, I found it funny how Nagash got defeated by the greatest weapon in the mortal realms, a giant net. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The like the yeah the light chains net or whatever it was that Tech was cast on him, and it was yeah. a big net. I like to think yeah, of yeah. all the ca- and it was a it was a big net being held down by all the cow mountains. So yeah. I like I like I like I like to think it was like all the minus ones, and they're just like you will never hit anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so some epic changes there. Um, it's yeah, it was really cool. I had, I had a blast reading through that. Um, but yeah, now it's started on Bellacore. So I'm not, yeah, no no spoilers. But I am pretty um, excited about the new Night Haunt stuff that's come out in that. Uh, so the, the Emerald Host and the Ragnar's Procession and um, some you know update War Scroll updates there. So I'm super excited for that. I've got a list uh, in on off to the side that I need to. Uh, just need to build a couple more units, like some more um, Mimon Banshees and some um, oh, the Harridans as well. Got to build a unit of those. So, uh, so you can do I'm Lady Alinda's battalion. Yeah, I'm going to do Lady Alinda's battalion in the in the Emerald Host. Um, you know, I'm going to paint up a, um, uh, a Knight of Shrouds on Ethereal Steed, and uh, but I've pretty much got everything else. So yeah, just got a few a couple of units to paint there to get that list up and start running that um, in due course, but. Um, I'm just kind of like snowed under with like where to go next. Like I've finished doing the terrain stuff and the plan was to get that out of the way so that I could get back into doing uh, models again. So the plan was to go ahead and start doing uh, Coast City stuff. But uh, obviously with the Soul Black Grave Lords uh, coming out on Saturday, um, I've seen some of the leaks. I've read the War Scrolls that you can get on the GW uh, website um, for the pre-orders. Um, haven't fully immersed in all of the leaks that have come out, but from what I've seen, there's some really cool stuff. And what do you want to know, James? It's all in my brain. It's I'm all sure in my it brain. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've seen a, there's a, bata- a zombie battalion. So two units of 40 zombies, two corpse carts and uh, two units. I think it's two units of direwolves as well. So I'm yep. ready to go. I can feel that straight away. I've got all and the zombies the, and that, ready and the direwolves and two corpse carts. Yeah. That battalion, I think, is going to become, is going to form what a lot of the net lists will be for that army because zombies oh, yeah. are, zombies are bonkers good. Yeah, and they're so good. Yeah, the corpse carts are really good, and the wolves are really good. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, that battalion is just like an auto include. If I'm so happy, I'm so happy. If, oh my god, it's, I love if zombies. It stays, if it stays in, like if it stays in, if one, I think some of the elements of that book, if the battalions are going the way of narrative um and go away once we hit aos3 then it might not be as crazy but yeah, you don't yeah. need you don't need the battalion though which is the good thing to make the army work but it's just a really good added bonus cuz it takes mm. loads of stuff you want to take anyway man i'm so happy about the zombies mortal wound yep. zombies woohoo oh my yeah. god it's it's not just it's that so it's more it's and mortal wound back. zombies it's and turning generating... you into a turning you into zombies yeah, on two twos arms. now instead, instead of, of six Yes, oh, and six-inch pile-in. Yes, that's gonna, that's a big one. Yeah, daily charge. Oh well, um, still bonkers. within six. <laughs> They're bonkers. Yeah, yeah like um, yeah. I, I don't I don't want to go off into the to uh, negativity uh, about it, but I, I'll just say it just seems like there's been a bit of a division, um, a lot of a lot of salt over a lot of these changes. Um, there's some funny uh, things like I think in the White King. The White King's War Scroll, his command ability only working in the hero phase, reroll ones to hit in the hero phase. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, a typo, but I don't know. Is that a thing in 
iOS three? Is nah, there going to be I think, some? I think shit, it was. It was just shit going down in the hero phase now. Like <laughs> it was either supposed to just be. It was supposed to be activated in the start of the combat phase and last just for that combat phase or yeah, it was yeah. supposed to be hero phase until your next hero, hero phase. phase yeah 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 but, um yeah i i posted yeah. some i posted i posted some initial house rules for slaughter um this afternoon because obviously we're going to allow the soul blight grave lords book in for slaughter um because it's out before list submission um legions of nagash and legion of grief won't be a thing um, so they're done now. They've been replaced um, by Soblight Gravelords. Um, mm-hmm. I doubt we'll have an FAQ in time. So I'm, I've am i published some initial house rules, which are just the things in the book that I think probably need an FAQ. Um, but to be honest, there's not really a lot in the book that seems super contentious. Um, so yeah, it really, it's just cl- sorting out that commandability to make it last until your next hero phase and then yeah um, just makes sense like yeah stopping the uh stopping the spawning multiple critter <laughs> yeah. critter references so you can only ever have one you can only ever have one there can only be one critter um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh just yeah clarifying a couple things with the zombies because at the moment they're creating new zombies on two pluses can take the unit above starting size which yes. is a big no-no which is a big no-no as far as i'm concerned and i th- I think they just missed it because like you'd okay. think init- you'd think it would be covered by the overarching rule of units can't be increased above their starting size but that's via returning slain models but because this doesn't return slain models mm, it creates yeah. new ones as it's written, you can make the unit bigger, but I, I don't expect that to stay, and I think it would be stupid if it is allowed. So I've house <laughs> I've house ruled for slaughter that you can't make them bigger than they start, um, and also just to clarify that you roll the two up for each wound or mortal wound they do because yeah, it just says that, wounds. Yeah, it would just be too stupid to track it's if you messy. had to do this. Yeah, the mortal wounds separately, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, agree. And I think yeah, the sensible um, FAQ. Um, that you've put up for it is um yeah it all makes sense it's all good um but yeah so very excited about that like zombies to me like i've it's been a year that i've in, i've liked taking in the past um and just thematically i just i just i've always loved that unit and just to see them get this new rules right and a bit of a boost is just i'm um, yeah very happy because <laughs> if you um, just got the one unit of 60 painted or have yeah, you got, I've got more one unit of sixty painted, and I've got like another sixty ready to build. But that's that's for from Fire Forge miniatures. Um, yep. But I will be getting like I've got the Cursed City zombies as well now, which I need to build. Um, and I'll probably get a couple of boxes of the new um, GW ones as well, just to mix them all in, kind of thing. Oh wow! Um, so you want to? We're talking like <laughs> one hundred and sixty zombies. <laughs> By the time I'm finished, I'm going to be sick if of them. If you do it, that's a good list. There is, <laughs> you cannot go wrong with just taking four blocks of forty zombies. Just honestly, zombies, yeah. yeah, and just corpse carts for days. It's I'm only like bored. nine. It's only like nine hundred and twenty points or something for one hundred and sixty zombies. It's great value. Jeez. Oh god, <laughs> I'm gonna be that guy. That guy with one hundred and sixty zombies on the table. It's gonna take just take two that hours, in the gash. Two hours to that, play one turn. Just two take hours to that. play two turns. That and a gash and a corpse cart, you're done. Nah, you need a vampire yeah. lord. Uh, sorry, not a vampire. You need a necromancer. But other than that, you're, you're golden. Yeah, and a gash. In a gash, 160 zombies and a necromancer, done. So I'm yep. out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, very excited. Um, yeah, love love the new rules. Um, there's some adjust. There's been there's adjustments. Some things were taken away. Some and but given other things. 
Um, but yeah, and other things that made Higgs better are the maybe the Black Knights on the surface seem to have got a bit worse, but um, I think yeah, it all will be revealed in the Allegiance abilities. Uh, just wait and see. Have patience, my children. Um, on the, and on the, I hate to break this, but on the surface and internally, they are trash. <laughs> oh, okay. there, there's there's no there's no saving the Black Knights, but it's fine. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, there's the new edition, um, which will yep. reveal all, like, similar situation to last time, um, Legends of Nagash, when it was a new book, came out just before AOS 2, so it was kind of a few things in the book that didn't make sense, so, um, you know, I'm pretty much applying that to the same situation we're in now, new book, then a few months later we'll get a um, an AOS 3, so things will make sense, will be clearer, so, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting times ahead, actually. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for AOS, AOS 3. It's going to be cool. Yeah. It, I mean, it definitely seems from this book and also from the um, like Daughters of Cain book, they definitely seem to have got rid of like the whole Horde thing, like mm. Horde discounts. Yeah. They, they've not only not given Horde discounts, but they've also like reduced maximum unit sizes. So zombies obviously used mm. to be 60, but now they're a max of 40. Skellies used to be 40s, but now are only 30. Um, yeah. There was like no horde discounts for like witch elves or sisters of slaughter, etc. In the daughters of Cain book either. So, um, mm. I think we could see potentially AOS three become a lot more like hero heavy, single monsters. Maybe all either counting as more, or they just think there's going to be less bodies on the board anyway. Um, yeah. One of the traits was really interesting, like to actually see a trait in an army where your wound like a general can take it and their wounds characteristic counts as the number of models that they count for on the, on the table. So you could, you could take a vampire Lord on zombie dragon and he would count as 14 models. So how you face off against, you face off against the stone horn and they're like, I'm 10. And you're like, well, I'm 14. So (laughs) that's mine. (laughs) um, So yeah, I think, I think it's interesting to start seeing that mechanic as like a trait that you can take. Um, Yeah. That might become a bit more prevalent to make other monsters more kind of viable. And the Holy Withins as well is definitely um, yeah, there's, being there's cap- a lot captured of... more in the new stuff that's coming out, like which I'm kind of already used to playing in that in that mindset from Nighthaunt. Um, so yeah. it would be a fairly easy transition into that. Um, for I actually think it makes more sense as well for the death armies to be Holy Within because the whole point of all these buffs is that it's coming from this character and so it's kind of yeah it's it's like an an energy kind of necromantic power type thing where it's like they probably do do need to be a bit closer um but yeah i mean there's still some like a decent amount of abilities in the book that are wholly within 18 etc so it's not too not too prohibit prohibitive um but yeah overall i think the book's pretty cool um i'm super excited as well because before the book came out before we saw any of the leaks i'd been like just had this urge to do a kind of super body heavy like zombies skellies wolves like grave guard mm, skeletons yeah. wolves zombies army and like so i had bought someone was splitting up cursed city boxes and so i'd bought 40 extra zombies 40 extra skeletons and <laughs> stuff like and stuff like that and i i already had bought like 60 grave guard um and like 20 wolves etc and so i was like this is what i wanted to do and then the book came in i was like Oh, literally everything I want to use is all the good stuff. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, I've come up with a scheme in my head, um, like in my head, um, that I'm going to do as well as like another speed paint kind of two tone army, like I'm sort of doing with my deepkin, but faster because with the deepkin they've got super complex bases, whereas these will just be quick smash them out um kind of thing uh and i'm gonna do basically a lot of people have been doing like the cursed city box set art mm-hmm. like ash has done it amazingly with like the red and the black and the white um but i'm gonna do the battle time front cover so i'm basically gonna do red from the left turquoise from the right and then kind of maybe do some black from underneath on the red and then some white from the top on the blue Mm-hmm. Um, and then do like fluorescent kind of yellow on the base and cover it with the black crackle paint. And maybe I'll do a bit of like OSL of the yellow up the bottom of the model. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe not. I'll, I'll see how it looks. But basically, it's just going to be yeah, like two tone, all of the models from the left, red, and from the right, blue, and look like the uh, the artwork on the battle tone. Cool. So. Cool. Yeah, I haven't seen Ash's ones yet. Um, we'll have to. I have to dig oh, really? Is that, is that up he's, on Twitter? He's put it? them all over Twitter. They look awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've actually said it. I've <laughs> set. I've. Uh, he posted a picture of like all of the heroes together, and someone like, I think, photoshopped onto the Curse City background, and then um, he posted that. And I've I've actually set that as my laptop like uh, desktop background. Because <laughs> yeah, I just I'll have think to it's check really, it out. I just I'm think not it's on really Twitter, cool. so um, I miss out on some of the Twitter shares. So yeah, okay, cool. I'll have to dig down and find that. Sounds cool. Sounds super cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll be painting my uh, Cursed City in the, probably to match my, I'm going to keep going with the snowy base theme with my narrative army. I think that's going to morph into my new Soulblight Gravelords army because um, I've kind of already got the basics there and I'm plans for lots of zombies already. So, and I've got, I've got these Mercia Miniatures wolves, which are like perfect as well. Um, yeah. So I've got a unit of that and I'll probably, I'll get the new Dire Wolves as well to kind of supplement that as well so yeah but uh yeah i'm going to continue down that path so i'm going to keep going down the whole um uh you know using oil paints enamels and that kind of stuff like the kind of the grim more realistic vibe is what i'll be trying to emulate as best i can um going forward with the army so we yeah continuing to uh, kind of develop those technical skills um as best i can but uh there's the other side of me that um like i've I've got my other death army, which is in the more traditional painting style, GW painting style, uh, layers and shades and things like that. And uh, so I've got all these grave guards sitting over there, and I think that's cool. I've got all that ready to go, heaps of skeleton warriors. I've got like a like – I can experiment and play with the other army to get ideas and um, think about what I want to do going forward with the with the snowy base army. So, Yeah. I'm, I'm I think about the snow. And then I've got Nighthorn as well. So like far out, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be busy. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I think the snowy basing will actually work really well as well, especially if you go down like the wolf kind of yes. theme, because a lot of yeah. the, a lot of the, the, like the wolf characters, it very much seems that like they've been set in like snowy landscapes, yeah. kind of the north, yeah. like yeah, yeah, and that that fits perfectly with um, what I've been. Um, what I've been working towards with that army anyway. So that's kind of the, that's the bloodline that I've been immediately being attracted to for that army anyway. So um, it's kind of just, it's perfect. It's all worked in. It's like everything I could have dreamed of. And the new blood knights are incredible. I love them. I love the rules. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, a bit of contention over the, the whole 
uh, movement, normal move in the uh, at the start of the movement phase where you can sort of fly over the top and do mortal wounds. So, um, yeah, I mean, at the moment, it's, like they're within three, yeah. so it's a retreat. Yeah, you can't charge again yeah. later. Yeah, correct. At the that's, moment, that might change the OS three. We don't know, but at the moment, that's how mm. it works. If you yeah. you can yeah. do mortal wounds, but you are retreating, um, and I don't believe there's a retreat and charge mechanic in the book. So, um. I'm not sure it's that great and it's probably not what was intended or yeah. Mm. Once we get to AOS three, I reckon we'll just see a blanket rule, which will be if you leave it like in your movement phase or whatever. Although that is yeah. in the movement phase, isn't it? It's not hero phase. Yeah. It's a movement like a normal move is a, is a retreat move. Like it's yeah, anyway, but yeah. in the current, in the, in the current way, um, the current uh, rules it is. Yeah. So, yeah. So but, I'm not sure how they'll, how they'll fix that, but. We'll get a, um, hopefully get an, an FAQ that addresses it, or it'll just all be revealed with the with the third edition. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it's cool. kind of like um, similar to in my mind a similar function to like hex raids. Like you get them in there, do some fighting, and then when you're ready to move on, you can do some sneaky mortal wounds on your way out, sort of thing, and have that mobility and flexibility to kind of jump over yeah. um, chaff. And it and could, stuff like that. it could, so, it could yeah. literally just be to like because they've made their charge and so they're not going to get their bonus in a prolonged combat it could literally be this their idea was that you go in in waves of fives or whatever so you send the first five in they get their bonus from the charge then they retreat through the unit do mortal wounds to make room for the next unit to come in and charge um that first unit obviously can't then go and charge something that next turn but uh that turn but it could potentially be free to go and charge something the following turn if your opponent doesn't go and lock yeah. it down and at least an it's, mo- it's moved over yeah. their lines mm-hmm. and gone into their backfield and stuff so you know yeah. yeah i mean it, it may never have been the intention for them to be able to do it and still charge so yeah fill bats though they can they can um retreat and charge they can <laughs> but yeah but they're fill bats <laughs> i just yeah the i'm not sure we'll, bats, I, no, but... i'm not sure we'll be seeing that many fill bats Oh, you will. I've, you will be in my. <laughs> uh, it's such yeah. a shame as well. There's no like they got rid of bat swarms. Yeah, little dirty bats. I've actually got they, a, and a they packet. released new ones in Curse City, and I bought some extras of them as well because they're so cool. Mm. And then they literally just deleted them from the oh. book, and I was like, oh, <laughs> all right then. Oh, just make them. Just I might just put some them. bats on people's bases and. Yeah. Run them as yeah. fill bats. Just go, yeah, these are fill bats. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? There's one say? big one in each set. <laughs> so, yeah. There's only one bat now, them. so it can be fill bats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, what about you? What have, what's your, what have you been up to with the hobby? Um, yeah, haven't still, yeah, haven't been doing much just because of um, obviously moving house. I finally set up like a hobby space downstairs just in the garage at the moment kind of on an old workbench that's down there so um finally last night actually did my first kind of bit of hobby which was to assemble uh the first 10 skellies and 10 zombies from my uh purchase of all the extra ones from curse city um and also the uh gorslav the gravekeeper um because he's a wicked model um such a cool model unfortunately i don't think you'll see him on the table as him just because the the 770 odd point package he comes in i don't think is worth it competitively but the plus side of that means he can be a necromancer 
Yeah, and he'll just be he'll be he'll be everywhere as a necromancer. There won't, yeah, everyone will take yeah. him as a necromancer, and there won't be any confusion because you're not taking the everyone whole else. bunch of models that yeah. you have to take with him. So, um, yeah. which is cool because I love that model. Um, it's a shame because he is actually really good. Like his war scroll is really good, um, but it's not good enough to justify taking all the other stuff that doesn't do a lot for 770 points. Um, but yeah, so I built him and yeah, ten zombies, ten skellies. Um, and then today at lunchtime, I went and picked up two, the two rattle cans to get started on and do a test model. So, um, yeah, maybe I'll do that this evening. Actually, once we finish recording, and just give it a give it a spray and quickly try and smash out a test model and and see what it looks yeah. like. Um, yeah, cool. but that's 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 literally been my only hobby um, really since moving. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, ebbs and flows, life, it happens. Yeah, I, but I, well, I built a chicken pen, and we've got chickens, so <laughs> that counts. That's that's like I've a different been, sort of hobby. That's I've like, been doing. That's I've been doing house hobby. House <laughs> hobby, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I've been playing a lot of Underworlds. Liam has got me back into Underworlds hardcore via Ooh, okay. TTS. Yeah. Um, someone's created an amazing mod for uh, tabletop simulator for Underworlds. Um, okay. Yeah. And it's yeah, I don't actually know how to kind of best explained for people to get it if they were interested because it's not actually like a mod through the workshop that you would install the traditional way um literally liam like sent me a link to the to a discord server that has a save file or something in it and you save a copy of that you download a zip file into your like saved folder and then you load it from your like save games but it is whoever made it like I need to find out who made it and actually donate them some money because it's incredible. Um, it's got loads of like automatic scripting and stuff so that you, you can literally just click on the symbol for the war band you want to play and it auto generates the cards, the models, a play mat. And then you can, there's a link, there's like a box underneath it where you just paste the share code URL from underworld's DB, like the deck building site. And it, instantly pulls your objectives and your power card it pulls your deck into the play mat on the objectives and power card slots and it's got like automatic buttons for doing all the rolls and it's got all the boards that you can just pull and flip and all the time it's 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 absolutely fantastic if you want to play underworlds like um via a computer but you want to be playing the game exactly as it is on the tabletop so yep. it doesn't thought, like it's not processes together it's yeah, yeah exactly so you because if you play underworlds online which i had got into um but it doesn't have it hardly has any of the warbands it's not in order it doesn't have all the cards so it's it's a completely different experience in terms of like meta you can't keep up with the game because it's it's so far behind the actual tabletop game um but also it automate it automates everything and so it will be like if someone charges you and you have a power card in your hand that has a reaction that you could play at an exact step it will like pause the game and flash up this card and be like do you want to do this do you want to do this whereas <laughs> if you're playing obviously in on the tabletop you would never get that so you need to be yeah, remembering yeah. you need to be remembering to be like wait reaction play etc and so this tts mod is just phenomenal because it has every warband it has every single card auto importing it's all the like stuff you would want to be automated is automated um like the, just the the way the hands work so that your opponent can't see your cards you can't see their cards just the auto drawing like it's it's fantastic um 
and so yeah i i'm back into that in a big way so i may end cool. up buying some warbands and getting all the cards again and playing in some events in in real life as well because it's um it's great cool. so I, i've been doing that a lot as well cool yeah i actually bought the night vault box when it came out well closely shortly after it came out so i could get the get the nighthorn warband <laughs> Yeah, um, should just should just wait for it to come out on its own. But anyway, I got, I got excited and I thought, oh, I'll use the Stormcast models and I might play the game. Um, <laughs> I took the I took the Nighthorn out and the box went in the cupboard and there it has remained <laughs> ever since. Okay. Yep. Um, I don't think you can even like, they don't even use Night Vault anymore. You do can't. They? Yeah, you can't use Night Vault. All <clears> the warband, <throat> all the warbands are always legal and the warband specific cards. So you can yeah. always use Thorns of the Briar Queen, etc., and all their. Um, yeah. mm-hmm specific faction cards um but yeah you can't actually use the night vault core cards um and you can't use the night vault boards anymore if you want to play that's only if you want to play championship like you can play relic um format which i think includes all of the old cards etc so you can yeah yeah. just depends um, what you want to do yeah Hmm. yeah if you want to play like we can definitely play over tts because it's great um but yeah (laughs) cool Cool. Shall we? All right. Have should a... we? Let's. Do you want to have a quick break and then we can jump into uh, talking all about Goulburn Smash? Sounds good. Cool. Let's send a go. Go really quick. <laughs> right back. And we're back from the break and here to talk about Goulburn Smash. So my very first event, I've run all on my own. Some uh, have been assistant TO to you for a few, a few years. Um, learnt the ropes, um, been to many events, so have formed my own ideas and how I like events and what what should be done, what what works, what doesn't. I hope um, for the guys that came uh, that uh, it it felt well organised and um, fun. That's the main thing. As long as everyone had fun, um, so start off with a, you know, a three a three game one day event um, here in Goulburn on our club day. So. The Golden Gamers Guild, we get together on the third uh, Saturday of every month uh, at the Country Women's Association Hall uh, in uh, downtown Goulburn, right in the middle of town there, right next to the, the big courthouse and opposite the park. And um, so it's a really nice little uh, little hall there. It fits um, it fit everyone quite comfortably. We had 28 players, 14 tables. Um, probably going to reduce the size a bit next time. Some of the tables are a bit squished. But anyway, I'll, I'll get into that Um uh, later but uh yeah so it was a good fun day uh we had guys coming in from young so biggie and um, a few other guys from young came down um terence and um and who else was there there was david david fizzell came down and who else is from young that came down jake gunning also um apologies if i left anyone out uh so people from bathurst we had guys come up from uh, from Canberra, so we had the beast, some of the beasts of Belco, so Matt Holt and um, Elliot Stenson, Hugh Crail, and um, we had Patrick Murray as well. So the um, the boys from from Canberra from the beast came up to represent. Uh, we had a Western Warrior there. We had <laughs> we had um, Michael Healy. He's uh, came down to represent with his beautiful Sylvaneth army, and yeah, we kicked off. We played three games. Uh, I think it was. Oh, the, the games, I think it was Scorched Earth was in there, Star Strike was the last game, and first game was, um, oh, I can't remember now, it doesn't matter anyway. But, yeah, so <laughs> um, the way I set it up was uh, 
just because it was a one-day event with so few players, I decided to make auxiliaries a thing and that two auxiliaries uh, were selected for each scenario, including the battle plan pack. Uh, and if you scored an auxiliary objective, you got a bonus three tournament points. So it was just a way of trying to sort of separate separate out the pack a bit. And it actually worked quite nicely. I didn't have to um, actually didn't have to mess around or try and um, sort resort or anything like that, uh, any of the results. So it, all, it was quite clean, really clean process. So um, props goes to Down Under Pairings for that. Um, yeah, and so at the end of the day, we had the winner took home the the Sheep Station Award. That was Terence Voller with his, uh, uh, his Lumineth Realm Lords list. Uh, second place, we had Hugh Crail with his, uh, his corn list. So he'd done this amazing arcane on the ever chosen uh, conversion, like sort of sitting on like a sort of you know this you know the war cry um, terrain. So arcane perch right on top of that is huge, and it looked amazing. Yeah, so right. yeah, and uh, in third place we had uh, the one and only Charles Black came along, came up for the day. Thanks for coming, Chuck. He uh, brought his fire slayers, uh, the uh, Hermdar Lodge. So berserkers for days. Battlesmiths and whatnot, but um, and uh, so we had coolest award. Uh, sorry, coolest army um, votes from everyone as well. So uh, that was that went to Elliot Stenson. So he uh, he had a Ardeneth Deepkin army, and beautifully painted, lots of fun, lots of color, lots of stippling. Like it looked, it looked incredible. Really nicely, like all came together beautifully. And um, he was the favorite army for the day. And Hugh, if you're listening, you're actually only three votes behind um, with your uh, with your list. So uh, very close there. Uh, so it was hard to. It, it was a tough one for everyone, I think. Um, and we had the best sportsmanship went to a chap named Robert Horsberg. So well, well done to Rob. He, he got the most, uh, sportsman's vote across the, across the day. And last but not least, we awarded the very first golden fleece award. So this is the best painted judges choice. Uh, so we call that one the golden fleece and, uh, that went to Michael Healy and he had a, a Sylvaneth army, uh, that was yeah, beautifully painted, consistent across, good techniques, um, really fine highlighting, just just technically brilliant um, army and a joy to look at. And uh, it was definitely a standout for the painting judges on the day um, as far as uh, the, the painting, um, technical painting side of things goes. So well done to all of the uh, the winners on the day and to everyone else who came as well. I think on the day every, everyone uh, enjoyed enjoyed themselves, uh, had some good feedback. So um, so hopefully we'll see them again, um, sort of penciling in and uh, to do it again in September. That may change because it's very close to my wedding anniversary. So um, maybe not at this stage. Um, Chris, I'll have, we'll have to chat. Um, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, not it's not going to happen in June. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, was, I meant like um, Chris Don. Uh, who um who helps uh, out and runs the um Golden Games wheel? Two, I've got like three Warhammer Chris's in my life at the moment. Like you're you're, you're my main Chris, Chris. You know you always be okay, my main okay. Warhammer Chris. Okay, so. okay. <laughs> I'll just go back uh, to sitting quietly. <laughs> just listen to me continue to ramble on. Um, but yeah, Golden Smash, wonderful day. Um, Chris Wilson, uh, shout out to you, mate. For uh, he he created these totems. Um, so he's 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 a He's a farmer, uh, has um, 
it's like 35,000 odd head of sheep, 25,000 or something like that. Um, but he'd got a hold of some um, ram skulls um, and had them out for ages. And he um, came in and created these uh, these awesome totems, which we'd strapped to out the front. So it looked a bit satanic from the front, but it was just great seeing the Country Women's Association <laughs> ripping the these like skull totems out the front. So I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I saw the I saw that picture on Facebook, and I was just like, I just smiled to myself and was like, this is the most James event ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so oh, that was so awesome. So Chris, if you're listening, thank you for doing that, and um, to the Golden Gamers Guild guys who um, helped me set up and pack down as well afterwards. It made things so much quicker and easier. So shout out to Anthony and Saxon. Um, Kurt and um, of course Brent on the day and Chris um, Chris Cosimi and Chris Wilson, uh, the boys from there. And yeah, Brent came up. Um, he was one of the painting judges and he um, sat in as, as the bybusters. We had a unfortunately we had a pull out, um, uh, you know, the night before and that sort of stuff. So these things happen. We have drops. It's just the way of things in the events. But um, uh, Brent was a, so, was a star. So Brent, and, Brent did play. Yeah, Brent did play. Did play okay, the three cool. games. Yeah, so he had a he brought a Cities of Sigma list that had, um, um, you know, had a Luminarch and some hand gunners and you know, the usual things, and then yeah, go trek. <laughs> I, had so a, I, had was... look, I had to look at it and I was like, oh, Brant's going, that's cool. I didn't realize he was the buy buster, but um, still cool. He got to play. I was like, oh yeah, cool. He's taking Hello Heart with go trek. Yeah, yeah. So there was um, yeah, there was a cool moment with that with go trek versus Gordrak at one point. So that was good. Of course, Gotrek Gotrek won that round. I'm like, <laughs> won Gotrek, that, won wins that Gotrek wins that fight. Yeah, <laughs> but just like you know, the big the big boys, big battles. Um, but yeah, we had a range of um, lists. We had um, Bone Reapers. We had Lumineth. We had we had the the last charge of a couple of uh, uh, Legions of Nagash. We had a Grand Host of Nagash from Patrick Murray. So um, that was kind of the last hurrah for for Legions, probably. Um, I'm sure there'll be an event or two before then, but um, yeah. What else we had? We had oh, there was quite a few ogre more tribes. So B came down with his ogres and uh, with his uh, yeah, his beautifully painted um, destruction army. Um, yeah, I could keep waffling on, but yeah, all in all, good day. Um, it'd been building up since January when I put the ticket sales up, and it sold out so fast. I was just blown away. Um, I suppose it's not hard to sell out twenty eight tickets these days. Um, and but for a one day event, and for my first event, I was pretty chuffed. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it was great. Don't me. be, don't be down on yourself. Like, um, don't put yourself down like that. Like, one day in Goulburn, like it's yeah, it's right for your space as well. Like, you did really well. Like, don't don't be like oh it was it's not hard to do like it's still a no matter what size event you do especially with covid and everything like it's still a great great achievement and just running any event is always a lot of work so well yeah done. there's a lot of stuff that goes in the background um like generating the players pack and the battle plan pack and uh, getting all the list together so it's presented nicely for everyone so it's all above board and um transparent and, and that sort of thing but um yeah had no issues no major issues um had some TO calls to make, um, you know, made a mistake at one point, but, um, yeah, didn't really matter. Like, it was not a big deal. Um, everyone was happy. So, yeah. But, yeah, that was Golden Smash. We'll do it again later in the year, and hopefully we'll see you guys. Uh, if you're listening, hope we see the guys 
who came will come back again and um, and we'll see more of your faces. But I think for next time we're going to make it a little bit smaller uh, so we can have an area for the actual club members to play games as well through the day because we'd sort of taken over the whole hall for the day. So the usual club guys had no uh, didn't have anywhere to, to come and have a game or something. So we were sort of talking about maybe even like setting up like an Age of Sigma demo table out the front. So while there's a tournament going on, people can come in, have a look around and see what's going on. And then, um, oh, look, here's a, here's a demo game, you know, so try and get some of the local um, Golbanites into get a few more people involved. Um, yeah. So we're building that slowly, slowly, but surely, but if it's events like that, that kind of help to kick off, um, kick off scenes in areas and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep at it. Um, oh, wicked. Yeah. And you're keen to keep it at, at that venue, at the club? You wouldn't look to see if there was a, another venue that could expand? Um, yeah, at this stage, we're going to stay there. But look, you know, in the future, if the club does grow, there's plenty of other venues in town that we can can look at. Uh, there's a couple of other clubs in there, like um, there's a soldiers club, there's a bolo, uh, there's a workers club, and they've all got spaces for hire and things like that. So um, that's definitely something that is... It will be considered for future. Um, so it still depends on the growth of the club. At, at, and um, if I decide I want to run a, a two-dayer or a bigger event, then there's nothing stopping me from hiring out a, a hall or hiring out a, a space in one of the clubs. And then we can have the whole bistro and bar thing going on as well. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, early days. Um, and I kind of like having the Country Women's Association Hall because, you know, it's that classic Aussie community hall with the picture of the queen on the wall and the, you know, like the, the plaques with all the, the presidents and, you know, the history yeah. and all that kind of, that, that real, real, you know, grassroots Aussie kind of vibe. And yeah. Just, I just, I love that. Had a nice big doily on my, on my, uh, <laughs> on my tournament, on my TO table at the front. And yeah, <laughs> it's very comfortable. Yeah. I had like this big sort of old antique chair, which is like my, my throne for the day. Um, <laughs> Uh, and Sam came in. Um, she did some paint voting too. Um, so thank you to Sam. I, she won't be listening to this, but anyway, she. Yeah, thanks, thanks to my wife Sam for um, paint judging and bringing me food and stuff like that and being supportive. So yeah. So you didn't you didn't have food at the venue. No. So how no, was that? Um, how was how was that all and, and like allotting time and that? How did that all go? Well, um, I made the rounds two hours forty five. Um, so there are people who are finishing within an hour and a half. Some people finish within an hour and a half to two, two hours. So there, there was ample time for, for people who needed to finish their, who wanted to finish their games, um, for the newer players and people with, um, sort of slower playing armies, naturally slower playing armies. Um, but I allocated an hour for lunch after the first round. So, uh, within walking distance, there's multitude of cafes and bakeries and, stuff like that. And I've just crossed the road from there's the soldiers club. So if people want to go for a beer, they could do that or cafes up the road and stuff. So it was pretty easy for people to get food. I didn't have any, yeah, I didn't get any negative feedback about the location or the hall. So yeah. Yeah. we could. But it's, it's nice having that family friendly atmosphere as well. Cause we had, um, had a, a young, a young man there. Um, about, I think he's about 14, 14 years old. I want to say, yep. As um, he's uh, one of the, he comes to the, the gaming group with his dad every, um, every month. And so I kind of, if we're going to have kids and stuff like that, I like to sort of keep it family friendly and, um, you know, keep it, uh, 
alcohol-free um, in those for those occasions. But obviously, if we have a bigger one and have it in a um, in a club, then you know that's fine too. I'll probably do that next time because <laughs> I like to have a beer too. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, wicked. Um, well, no, that's awesome. Uh, were there any like? I'm assuming you knew most of the people that had had turned up beforehand, or was there anybody kind of new to the scene that that came along and um, or, or generally were like people there, kind of tournament veterans, or was it their first events and stuff like that? Yeah, so um, for the local Goulburn guys, so for um, for Kurt, Chris, and um, Anthony and Saxon, I think that was their first, very first Age of Sigma event. Uh, so, um, yeah, so they're very new to the scene and um, they're kind of like the core of Age of Sigma players uh, in Goulburn. There's a few other guys in Goulburn as well who unfortunately couldn't make it, but, um, yeah, due to other circumstances and whatnot. But, um, uh, so, yeah, first event and the first Age of Sigma event that I know of that has been held in Goulburn um, and... But yeah, so we had we had a lot of familiar faces like Rob, Robert Rymers was there, Jonathan Byrne. Um, as I mentioned before, we had the um, the beasts come up. Um, we had uh, Hayden Wright. Um, some faces I hadn't guys we hadn't met before. Um, there was Adam uh, Bajada. Um, I hadn't met Rob Robert Horsberg before. Biggie came down. Um, God, I'm telling off all the names now. Carl Hawkins was there. I've seen. I've, um, known Carl, I've seen him at um, at events. He's come to our events at Sydney Slaughter too. Yeah, uh, so he had his fire slayers. Oh yeah, that's right. That reminds me. He and um, he and, he and Biggie had a game. And it's just like it was just like father and son, both of the bald heads and the big red beards. <laughs> like, uh, big uh, word, big word. I'm assuming. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's funny. It was yeah. I was like, you guys related? He's in, <laughs> and and Carl's like, yeah, I've been calling him dad the whole game. <laughs> Oh, careful. So, <laughs> call him daddy. Yeah, okay. Oh, God. Okay, we're going then. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, so probably, the, yeah, the newest faces were the, the local Golden guys and um, most of the other guys there uh, were veteran players from Sydney and Canberra and um, and the scenes that came down from um, from Young and Bathurst. So Yeah, cool. And how did yeah. you, how did, well, how did you, how did they find the, like, tournament experience especially being in a mix of people where they were playing against people that were regular tournament regular tournament goers um like you said obviously you did your sports scoring did you kind of make it like how we do for slaughter where it's very much like about gamesmanship in terms of like teaching those fundamentals or encouraging rather those fundamentals of like being clear with your actions and your dice rolls and measuring and all that stuff. Yeah. Or... Well, those um, those were elements in the <clears throat> in the down under pairings when you finish your game off. Um, it goes through to the sportsman section where you can um, tick all those boxes or non untick those boxes. Um, so that was an element in uh, the scoring through the down under pairings. Um, but the main the, the sportsman's sportsmanship award was um, was done via voting. So uh, in in the down underpairing systems, you can open up a voting section, and so I had um, favorite favorite army and favorite player. So yeah. the favorite army, you got your top two, um, and then obviously you know, for your favorite player, you got the top two. So um, favorite army obviously went to the coolest player. Uh, sorry, the coolest army um, award, and favorite player votes went towards the um, 
the sportsmanship. So that's how I decided on uh, to to um, award that trophy. So, um, but yeah, there was that element in there. But it, I don't think it, I don't think anyone marked anyone down um, anywhere there. I think everyone had a good time from all from all uh, feedback so far. I haven't had anything negative. So yeah, yeah, awesome. Oh yeah, and the that's trophies awesome. were golden. Were actually golden sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Sheep trophies, just playing off that whole golden thing. The big merino for people who don't know who golden. Golden's got this giant um, ram uh, at one end of the town, just off the highway. So it's our claim to fame. So. The big, the big um, things. The of big Australia merino, yeah. The is, big things um, of Australia. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. Like, uh, I don't know if you watch Drag Race at all, but they've just started the uh, Drag Race Australia. Um, series so it's the drag race down under so it's the first season they've had here and uh the first episode one of the the looks that they all had to do was like your hometown and um one of them um maxi shield looks like a a truck driver as a bloke it's hilarious um but always wears like massive tits um as a drag queen and um anyway she's from um or he is from ballina and literally came as a giant prawn yeah the big prawn (laughs) I was actually thinking that. I like to yeah, the Balan's got the big prawn. I started thinking about the big things, and yeah, the Balan is usually one of the first that comes to mind. Because that prawn is obscene. It's huge. Have you ever seen the the big prawn in Balaner? Uh, I think. Have you been so. to Balaner? I, I think to, that's on the way up to. That's on Somewhere the way up to Byron to and Gold stuff. Coast, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I, I find the big things hilarious. I want to go and see loads of them, but because um, obviously there's the big there's the big banana for Coffs Harbour as well, which I'm yeah, supposed to buy. It's but, probably the um, most famous one. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the, one of them as well was from Coffs Harbour, and so um, she went as a gorilla, <laughs> like eating a banana. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just that just made me laugh. The big prawn and the big merino and everything—it's just funny. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. There's a, there's a, a, a small town in the Southern Highlands that's uh, renowned for its potato crops, and. They have the big potato. The big potato. Uh, Is that just a big rock, though? It's just a massive brown lump. (laughs) It's giant. (laughs) It's just like, what is this? You know. (laughs) Uh, But what can you do with a potato? Like, you know, what are you going to do? You know, like. Well, I think there's many types of potato, as other Warhammer podcasts (laughs) have discussed. (laughs) Five five types of potato. Um, Yeah. But yeah, love it, um, and yeah, love living here. It's an, it's a it's a nice nice town. It's a great place to live. It's um, close to Sydney, close to to work um, down in Canberra and stuff. So um, yeah, lovely place to to settle down. So we're we're happy, we're very happy down here. So um, yeah, awesome. yeah, glad to get involved. It's a great way to get involved with a with a, with a community when you first move into a, a town. Great way to meet people and yeah. make friends and sort of immerse yourself in in the general community. So um, yeah. That's one. That's I think one of the great, especially great doing, things about Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, hob- especially and, doing and hobby in, at large. You know, like, doing something yeah. like this in the local town hall, like we'll get visibility and people popping by that normally just pop by and be like, "Oh, what's this?" Then, like, you do, you get that visibility where people don't, the people won't be aware of it in the like smaller towns, etc., where there isn't much of a scene. And so, you're really like helping to build and establish a scene and stuff down there, which is great. Getting more, more and more people exposed to and playing, playing the game, which is only a good thing. Yeah. And like, if, if you can, from an event like that, if you can grow your group by one, even just one or two extra players, then that's a win. And it just keeps going from there. Cause you just keep, just keep moving forward. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Oh, cool. and just a quick, I'll just do a quick um, shout out and thanks to the sponsors of the event. Yep. Uh, so obviously, Mortally Wounded, Mortally Wounded Podcast, thanks for your, <laughs> thanks for your support. Um, and we had AOS Coach. So thanks, Anthony, for your support on donating the um, terrain for that table, for the coach table. <laughs> um, and we have uh, our friendly local game store, Nerdstar Games Goulburn, which is uh, located in town as well. That's where I'm getting all my plastic crack from now and all my, all my, uh, <laughs> releases and yeah all the all the good stuff from there so shout out to those guys robbie and colin uh thanks for your support um for the event with the with that uh with the prizes and things like that and uh last but not least we have the golden gamers guild which is uh the heart and soul of that is um chris kasimi and uh if it wasn't for him uh, we wouldn't be running an event like this because he's kind of planted that seed of that club and um uh so we're you know in it together now run um helping to build it and everyone else who comes along to that um, is part of something fresh and exciting and new in Goulburn. So yeah, that's, uh, that's our sponsors and uh, thanks for everything and for making Goulburn smash the success that it was. Awesome. That's great. I'm glad you had a really good kind of first event and stuff for you running it and that it all went well and you're, you're keen to do more. Um, it's, it's something that I think is really, I found really rewarding as a TO, like you, you kind of could look at it on the face of it and be like, why do you do this? Like, especially from like a financial impact and stuff, like a lot of tournaments anyway, I know don't, you don't make money, you lose money, no. you put, you put, <laughs> yeah. you put a lot of your own time and money and effort into it, but it's actually super rewarding. And like, it's something I certainly enjoy. And that's why what this will be the fifth, fifth year of running slaughter like together and everything, because yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work, but we really enjoyed doing it and then seeing and, hearing people talk about their experiences at the events and seeing the pictures up and following it for the weekend and, and all that yeah. stuff is really cool. So giving everyone yeah. something um, exciting to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and catching up looking, with friends and yeah. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, speaking of looking forward to and catching up with friends, we've got Sydney slaughter coming up in what, four weeks, I think now. So Gosh, it's so, it's so just, close, just under, it? maybe just under four weeks. I don't know. Uh, list submissions yeah, yeah. are due. This submission to due on the 30th of May, which is two weeks before Next the week. event, and, and that's less than two weeks away. So, yeah, not so very long Monday left. Monday week, I want to say, Monday week. Uh, the 30th is Sunday, so, yeah. Sunday, yeah. Sorry, Sunday week, my bad. Um, but, yes, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty soon, and this, I've still got a fair bit to do for it. But, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, so, yeah, we've sold out all 70 spots which is awesome we're both super happy with that um so yeah it's uh it's going to be a full house um obviously there'll probably be a few drops on the day but fingers crossed there won't um but you'll be you'll be ready to buy bust if you need to as always um yep yep so i'll have my soul can... grave lords you'll be facing a horde of zombies most likely <laughs> james is going to win the tournament um <laughs> That's the oh God, buster. yeah. We'll have to vet this um, now, won't we? <laughs> Maybe I'll take nine. Uh, yeah, it'll be fine. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exactly like I'm not an A-lister um, Masters player, so you, you, you'll be fine. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got we've got the first few lists have started to trickle in now. I think I've received three today. Um, today's obviously been the day people have just decided to start sending them through. So, um, oh, cool. Yeah, you've got people have got kind of a week and a half now. Um, from from time of recording to to get your lists in, um, especially if you're doing 
your anvils heroes um just remember mm, to yes. remember to put all of your enhancements and abilities and everything um under your hero uh, and list them all on there so that we can make sure that we, everybody knows exactly what that hero is upgraded with um and all the points values and everything are correct um for when we go through all those lists so that's one thing i'm like oh this is going to be a lot more work for myself to check all these lists um with all the anvils yeah. heroes as well so um but no it should be good i'm i'm really looking forward to it and coming down to sydney and having the weekend and we're obviously staying in an airbnb together and just hanging out again will be good so i'm yeah, very much looking forward to it yeah me too man um super pumped and keen to see all this terrain um decked out and all the tables and stuff too yeah so i think yeah. you've, um, it's all been unpacked now and into tubs hasn't it yeah when i was in sydney a few weeks ago i'm staying at liam's place i went through all the boxes of uh all the boxes that had been delivered and yeah went went to bunnings got storage tubs and yeah unpacked it all organized it all and um, set it up into the table groups and and everything so yeah did the bits that needed to be flocked because it's all painted but there's some bits that come with flock and you have to apply the flock yourself so yeah. uh yeah we just kind of had a bit of a an afternoon well a whole day really by liam's garage yeah. just boxes everywhere and and doing that but with three of us we smashed through it in like two and a half hours i think so uh it wasn't so it's um you liam and dan was it yeah me liam and dan um nice. so yeah big big help from them i couldn't i couldn't have done it on my own being up here now so um yeah yeah that's uh that's all done um but yeah i'm just yeah looking forward to it now um i think yeah. i just need to talk to anthony about the 10 mats i think because i think between us we've got like i've got 20, 25 ish i think <laughs> So uh, yeah, just need to try and track down a, a few mm -hmm. more mats for the tables. Um, how how between, many mats have you got now for yourself? Have you got like fifteen I've got, mats. I think I've got seven, seven or eight. But then we've got okay. ten more for the we've got ten more oh. for the event as well. Yep. So um, yeah, we've got. I think between us, we've, yeah, we've got about twenty eight. So I need to find like seven more. Um, cool. All right, but, yeah, that shouldn't be too yeah. hard. Yeah. If you're uh, uh, listening yeah. and you've got, if you want to <laughs> help us out with mats, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, if I can, if Anthony has them or somebody it just has them all, I'd like to one point borrow, of contact easier. I'd like yeah. to just borrow them from one person rather than borrowing Multiples. one or two from loads of people. Just in, it's just a lot easier to keep track of because I'd hate for somebody to have their mat get rolled up and taken away or something. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, but yeah, I just uh, I think the main thing now is sorting out the down under pairings for me and getting all the lists loaded and everything because yeah we're also going to try and use down under pairings for slaughter for the first year uh the first yeah. time because yeah all the other years i've done it manually um i can't even remember what the software is called now but i've just done it manually on my um on my laptop so um yeah. we're, we're planning on using down under pairings but it's um quite complex and obviously it's a bit of a more complex kind of scoring pack and everything with all the voting and stuff so just got to work that through with them in terms of setting it all up so that it's a pretty stress-free easy user experience um and yeah also can't wait to see this year's entries for the painting competition um, oh, yeah. i saw yeah ash ash did a tweet in the week with his kind of four options that he's tossing up between just asking people to uh to vote on which two they think he should enter in and into which categories and stuff so um i i loved looking at the amazing models that we had the last time we ran slaughter and i want to yeah, keep yeah. trying to say last year but it wasn't last year in 2019 um because yeah. Yeah. yeah the 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 level of painting 
and conversion like hobby in this country mm. is is right up there um so i can't wait to Definitely. get to look at some amazing models as well so yeah oh fantastic yeah getting excited oh can't wait so yeah that's nah, gonna be a good time um but yeah i reckon that's probably a good good point to wrap this one um another yeah, reasonably yeah. decent hour and we're yeah. uh we're good yeah just um uh, there's a few there's a few other um events coming up that i am going to that i would like to quickly yeah yeah 100 go for if it i'd like to quickly plug so i'll just bring those up uh so then there's a at uh, the combat company in sydney uh, i've got i'm going to a one day or three game casual event at uh, the combat company uh, that's in uh, that's in mortdale it's yeah. in the Hurstville area, and so yeah. it'll be at the place there. So that's twenty uh, ninth. Um, if you there's some tickets left on that, I think we, I think they're uh, uneven numbers at the moment. Um, so I've been talking with Kashan. Uh, so I said I'd uh, <laughs> I'd get the word out for him, and uh, so we've got I think there's three tickets of, available um, at this time. So if you want to get on board with that, just go to Facebook, uh, the Combat Company, and under the events tab, you'll see um, there. There's the uh, the details for that. So get on board with that. Um, friend of the show and good mate is uh, Joshua Griffiths. So he's he's running War Under the Mountain uh, in July at his hometown of Orange. So it's um, Saturday the 17th, 18th of July. So I'm planning to go up to that. I've bought my ticket. Um, so looking forward to getting getting amongst it up there. So I, hope, I don't know, by then we'll probably have a AOS 3. I would hazard a, a, a guess at that. Um, and for the Canberra and Goulburn locals, and even Sydney locals, if you want to travel down to Canberra for the day, Saturday the 24th of July, uh, Ben Smith is running a teams tournament, a, a one-day teams tournament um, at Jolt. <clears throat> it's called the uh, Festival of Steel. So that's uh, three-player teams, uh, for th- uh, three games on that day. So a bit of fun there. Should be should be some fun. So if you're interested in those, get on Facebook and um hunt them down. Uh, so you've got Jolt Games, Age of Sigma, Festival of Steel. You've got War Under the Mountain in Orange. And we've got the Combat Company um, tournament, uh, casual fun tournament at uh, the Combat Company. So that's it from me for events at this stage. Is there any other, any other shout-outs or events you want to um, plug while we're, while we're here? Um, no, I, I mean, Runax, I think is the next one that I'm definitely going to, but obviously that, oh, yes. that, yep. compl- that yep. completely sold out immediately. Um, oh God, that was insane. Yes. So you, your team got a ticket though, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So the Wet yeah. Palette Warriors are making a reappearance. So it'll be Brent, uh, yeah, Brent, Travis, Clint, and myself. So we'll be having another crack at it this year. <laughs> are you going yeah. up with Elf Bros? Yeah. Elf Bros yep. there. Elf. Um, We've got an extra. We've well, we've got a new member now because Clint is now with you guys. Yeah, yeah, so, we've got to um, fight for it. We've got to fight over each other. <laughs> so uh, next yeah, year, ne- next year we should we should go together next year. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, so that's the next event that I'm definitely going to. But it's all completely sold out. Um, I am keen as well for War Under the Mountain. Um, I definitely want to go out and try and support Josh's event. Um, I know a bunch of the Clanfield guys like Ben and Ash um and matt uh, potentially and some of the others uh, uh are probably going to go to that um so yeah i might need to just see if i can get the all clear from mitch or not um for, yeah, sure. for july it's <laughs> yeah. a month it's a it's a month after slaughter i don't know we'll see might be um, able to swing it <laughs> yeah we'll see 
Um, yeah, that's kind but, of where I'm yeah. at with um, going to the teams event in at Jolt because I've um, I'm already committed to uh, orange, yeah, to orange to war under the mountain and. Uh, the team's events like the following weekend. So I don't know if I want to maintain happy home life, <laughs> yeah, maybe especially not, maybe not doable. Especially, <laughs> especially as you're away at the moment, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm up in Sydney on a course for work, and yeah. So um, yeah, coming home on weekends. So an event is like keeping me away for an extra week. So without seeing, without seeing my lovely wife. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy life. And what is it, um, Vince Venturella, the the Warhammer widows, <laughs> the um the wives of the of the Warhammer dudes that he um hangs with. I think they've got a the wives got together and call themselves the Warhammer widows. So oh, really? it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a good call. They it, it can get that way if things get too out of control. <laughs> too high. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's well, a hard, think... it's a hard balance, but it's it's worth it. It's all worth it in the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sam's pretty supportive, to be fair. So she's uh, amazing. That's good for she you. is. She yeah. really is. I'm very lucky, um, especially because she's artistically minded. She's well, being an artist and designer herself, like she gets it. And it was actually her. She like she actually was the one who encouraged me to get back into it. Like sh- like around that, in the early days of our relationship, like. So she's kind of responsible uh, for me getting back into Warhammer. So um, she might be regretting it sometimes, but yeah, no, I'm very happy that she did push me back into it. Had like a box of Bretonians in the in the attic and some paints and stuff, and she's like, you know, you should get them out again and paint them. I'm like, mm, okay, yeah, <laughs> sure, okay, why not? Here oh, I am, like seven years later, <laughs> yeah. still painting Warhammer. I think that's the thing that a lot of yeah the the other halves don't get is how how quickly it spirals and how much there is and like how much it takes over and how much money but, you spend. Shh. We don't talk about that in, in public. <laughs> though. <laughs> uh, the way I justify it, I go, well, yes, it is. It can be an expensive hobby if you let it, but also it's not like other hobbies. Like say if you're into like racing cars or yachts I was just going to say, it's like not that. like racing cars. Yeah. It's like that's an that's an expensive hobby, all right. So we're into expensive hobbies. Look at that sort of thing, you know, miniatures, you know, Warhammer. It's yes, it, it's a hobby. It's a it's a decent and um, respectable hobby. Yeah, <laughs> financially, we'll just keep telling ourselves that. <laughs> it's an investment for the future. Correct. Yes. Cool. All right. Well. Um, I think that about wraps it up for this show. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll try and be back within within the month to uh, talk about slaughter, what went down, and uh, see if we know any more as well for AOS three because I think we're getting two more previews before the month is out. So mm, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be cool. Soul blight on the weekend. Oh, can't wait. I'm gonna pick up my copy on Saturday, um, and then I've got to write a list. Uh, and submit that to Kishan for the combat company event on the Sunday. So I'll be yeah. list answering all day on Saturday, I think. Um, checking out what I've got. Submit a buy-buster list as well for slaughter. True. Yes, I'll do that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that'd be but cool. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try and grab some dice if I can on Saturday when the the stuff that went on pre-order last weekend comes out and hits the shelves. Cause I know that all the dice and stuff sold out online, but I'm hoping the store yeah. will have a, sm- have a small allocation if I can get in there for opening times. And yeah, get definitely. Them. yeah, I'm sure they will. And I managed to score a dice and a book 
Um, so I was happy with that. But wicked. Yeah. Oh yeah, and our coins are on the way too. So listeners, we we've got some um, freshly minted um, collectible coins for Sydney Slaughter as well, especially for this year. So uh, that'll be in your swag at the event. So should be getting that in the next few days too. So excited about that. Spoiler alert! You heard it here first. Uh, was I was supposed to get that quiet. Oh, no, it's geez. good. It's it's a little teaser of uh, yeah what people <laughs> can expect to get. You're getting some swag. Getting some swag, peeps. So get yeah. get excited. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I think we'll we'll call it there. I'm going to try and go paint a test model for my Soulblight Gravelords. And uh, yeah, as always, if you want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter at Wounded Mortally, um, or you can send us a message through the Facebook page, uh, Mortally Wounded Podcast, and I will check that pretty regularly. Yeah, and I'm still on Instagram uh, at Duke Kadrick, and you'll find me on Facebook as well. So haunting the the various. Uh, Warhammer groups. Uh, was yeah, that a night? Me. Was that a night haunt pun haunting the Facebook groups? <laughs> always, always. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, take it easy, guys, and we'll see you on the next show. You've been listening to Mortally Wounded podcast. You can contact Chris on Twitter at Wounded Mortally. You can contact James on Instagram at Duke Cadrick. Our website is www.mortallywoundedpodcast.com. Check out the shop where you'll find some super sexy swag for your hobby. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. This is a production of the Australian Warhammer Age of Sigma Podcast Network.